Lesson three, feeling is the secret. Neville Goddard taught that feeling is the secret, that when you imagine the end, the feeling that you hold until it explodes out of you is the secret. And that when you think of your desire, you know, when you notice it's not there, then you go to the end and pull up that feeling. And a lot of people get lost in the details. What feeling? What feeling should I be feeling? You know? And the feeling is love, happiness, contentment. A lot of people are like, you know, I can't go around being in bliss all the time. You know? Well, you can go around being in love all the time. You know? How many times have you or someone you know just been walking around with a smile on their face. They're in love. They just met somebody and they're just in love. And that's all they want to talk about. It's how beautiful that person is, how handsome they are, how lovely they are, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is love. You know, that's what you do when it's a special person. I just love them to bits, you know, and you just keep going. Don't notice they're not there. You go in your imagination and imagine being with him. He's just the best. I think he's the cutest. Don't you think he's the cutest? He is. You know? And then drop it. Go live some life. And comes up. Then you get right back into that love. Love, love. Neville told you feeling is the secret. And a lot of people go around worrying about which feeling, what feeling, what kind. It's. The secret, and the secret, the super duper ultra secret is love, is love, that's all it is, love is life, love manifests itself as life, love life, love your love, love your world, love you, love being alive, love it, this is the secret, love, that's the love. It's the love. And because we're humans, we think we, you know, it can't be that easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is that easy. No, you must be a flim flame man. There you go. You know, looking at an objective man. You know, nope, there are no flim flame men. That's just God. You believe in flim flame men. So he put that costume on and says, ha! Isn't he the best? He's the best flim flame man ever. <laughs> and people make up the craziest stories. I was, uh, you know, uh, someone approached me on Facebook. He's a lovely young man. I really love him. He's from Africa. And um, he sent me a note saying, now, everyone around here thinks the Chinese did this on purpose so they could make it so Trump can't be reelected and and they've taken over the UN. And, 
you know, sweetie, <laughs> sweetie, no, it's not, that's God. God is every man in the UN, okay, and God is President Xi and everybody else, we're all God. He's just playing President Xi. That's all. Someone believed there was somebody like President Xi. So some, somebody had to play the part. And since God's playing all the parts, well, guess who's playing it? <laughs> you know, we love those movies where someone like, you know, uh, Jack Lemmon or uh, uh, Peter Sellers plays all the roles in the movie. You know, but that's because God's playing all the roles in the movie. And that's hysterical. <laughs> Comes from the same place. Somebody's got to play the role. You know, and Trashin and Milan and others is not going to help you. That's like trashing your fellow actors in the play. And that doesn't make for a good play. And it ends rather quickly. Nobody wants to watch that. So, that's how that works. So, forever and a day, uh, human beings have been led astray to bring another what they want. Enslaving themselves to that person. But the reality is, everyone's a slave. And all lives matter. You know, we're all human beings. If you're in the mud, digging in the dirt, then you're seeing the one that thinks, you know, the color of skin matters, or, you know, how they dress matters, or the way they say something matters. None of that matters. That's what's in their heart when they said it. That's what matters. And what really matters is how you perceive it. And perceiving with love. When you've been taught all your life and conditioned all your life to judge love. Good and bad. Judge it. Judge it. This is how I judge it. I'm your mother. You will listen to me. And of course, you take the opposite end. That's what the Bible says. You're going to hate your mom and your dad and your family and everybody else. Because you don't believe it's them. Okay? And then you grow up. And you come to learn. It was a good intention. You know? Good intentions pave the road to hell. And you look around. You don't want to represent that to your children. You know. And anyone who keeps. Certain stories alive. Through their good intentions. You know. You need to take a look at what you're saying. You sure don't tell your children. That they're going to suffer. Because they have a different colored skin. And you don't point those. Things out to them. Because guess what happened. Yeah, you perpetuated it. You are a perpetual transmuting machine. That's what you do. You are perpetually changing things. Forward and backward. Up and down. So think about it. Good intentions truly do pave the road to hell. Once the pain and suffering, believe this. 
we all do it. That's why we love the music man. Yeah. He's dancing and singing, come believe me. <laughs> and we do. And then it hurts. And then we're like, why do we believe that? <laughs> People like to laugh and say, you know, I remember when we let leeches leech on us for medical purposes. Well, guess what? Leeches are back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Modern medical science has found that leeches do good things. Huh? So can you tell me how that doctor, the role of the doctor, is any different than the role of the witch man? It's not. The witch man took nature made little potions and imagined you well and gave it to you. The doctor pops you pills and he doesn't even bother to imagine you well. He hopes you stay sick so you come back. He's a doctor. He's supposed to look for ugly things in the body. That's what he does. It's just like safety people. That's what they do. They're supposed to go look for unsafe things. So of course, something unsafe has to be there. Okay, it's the same thing. If you go to the doctor, you're looking to be sick because that's what he does. He looks for sick stuff. Okay, he wants you to keep coming back and taking tests. And when you stop doing that, well, then it's, well, before you put anything in your mouth, come see me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm the expert on the body. No, you're not. You think you're the expert on a body, but not my body. You guys got some strange thinking going on. You know, like, genes never change. What? What? Of course they do. Of course they do. If genes never change, then, you know, why is my brown hair turning white? Huh? <laughs> if genes never change, how is it that my brother grew six inches in college? Huh? <laughs> You know, the body changes all the time. The genes change all the time. The only thing in your body that doesn't change all the time is your DNA. That's the mark of man. That's right. 666 is your DNA. That proves you're an objective thought-belief man. You have DNA. Okay? That's it. That's the mark of man. So... You can walk around thinking, Oh, the genes, the genes got me. Oh, I got the OCD. Oh, the genes got me. I got this. I got that. I got the allergies. I got, I got it all. <laughs> or you can think, I push life around. Life doesn't push me around. I love my body. It's, it's a healing machine. I love it. You know? I know who's inside it. Crying out loud. Not a thing wrong with this body. <laughs> and, you know, people tell themselves things that, you know, a lot of times they don't even realize they're doing it. Because most people will not sit back and look at their thoughts and beliefs. It's just too hard. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see that monster. 
Okay. So then some people, and I, I was one of them, perfectionists, and you start digging through your thoughts and beliefs. And then, you know, the one thing you really want isn't coming, and you're wondering why. And then you realize it's because you're perfect, stupid. There's nothing left to fix. There's nothing to fix to begin with. You're just supposed to accept yourself. Accept yourself. Accept your perfect. Accept your lovely. <laughs> and this is me. You know, like, it's like when you know, homosexuals come out of the closet. I'm me. Look at me and I love me. No matter what the rest of the world thinks, I love me. It's one of the most joyous things you can see. You know, Sensei did a great scene on that. And that's really about you standing up. It doesn't matter what you've been doing or what you've been playing. Homosexual, housewife, CEO. It doesn't matter. Those are just roles. You're supposed to stand up and say, look at me. Look at me. I am magnificent and beautiful because I'm a human being that loves. And I love life because I get to be with this person and love them. And I don't care what they say or do. I love them. And they make me feel good and I make them feel good. And it's all going to work out perfectly. It may look bad right now, but I know it's going to all work out somehow. And, and it does. And it may not be the way you thought it would, but it still worked out. And this is the big paradox of everything. You know, um, I may do the old math and you may do the new math, but we still got to the same end. You may call it sick, I may call it good, he may call it bad, we all mean it feels good. <laughs> you have a billion different ways of getting there. There's a billion different ways of feeling. But in the end, it's still just love. And it's still just you. Okay? You the one spinning the stories. Pops just pre presenting them to you. Like this. Like, oh, look, she really likes that. She'd be thinking about that a lot. She's thinking about that. Hey, Mama, she really loves that. I know she does, honey. Well, let's give her some more of it. Okie doke. <laughs> and here it comes. So, you can see that it's... Uh, depends on what you're, you know, you're battling. You know, the recent fires and, and outbreaks and stuff of George Floyd's death. The knee-jerk reaction is, oh, Mia Koopa, we're not good enough. Oh, we're not doing enough. Oh, poor, poor them. Poor, poor me. Poor, poor, poor. You know, and then it's, okay, wait a minute. You know, that is one police officer okay 
did you believe the police officers could be awful and horrible? Did you believe that they could actually be Nazi-like? Like that one. Oh, you did? Well, here you go. You like it? No? Okay. Erase, erase, erase. And that's not going to happen again. Whereas, you know, it flares up quickly and it dies quickly. It doesn't linger on. It doesn't, you know, or any of that. It goes away quickly. And it's amazing how quickly it goes away. And that is the death of a, a belief across humanity that you're witnessing. You know, and it's like, oh, well, you know, Minneapolis, you can take a good look. I know you guys are better than that. You need to get in there and remind everybody that no one's above another. No one's less than or greater than another. We're the officers. We keep the peace. We love the peoples. We're there to help. You know, and reinforce the good side of the role. You know, this is why we're here. This is the role. You know, we defend in place and grab the one that needs the loving. Okay, and now instead of locking them away and trying to forget about them, no, we need to send them love. Send them love. We're sorry we thought people could be like that. No, you're not really like that. And then somehow that person gets released and back to living life. So it's, it's things like that, you know. You don't assume someone is nasty and horrible because they're not. They're just living life, doing the best they can. If you had landed where they are, you would be doing and saying the same exact things they're saying and doing. That's how it is. You know, I used to tell my kids that all the time. If you were raised in his house, if you were born in his house and raised in his house, you'd be saying the same damn thing. So shut up. Now look at it. And go be his friend. That boy needs a friend. You know. One of the. There's a movie called Kick-Ass. And it's a hysterical movie. But I cried for the little boy. Who becomes the bad guy. I really did. He's just a lonely little boy. You know. Is all he really wanted. He wanted his daddy's attention. And his daddy wouldn't give him any attention. So he went and tried to be as bad as his daddy was a bad guy so he wanted to be bad like his daddy you know and then the they're both in the same shop and the other boy goes up to him and says you know and the bodyguards come up and you know shoo him away and the young boy looks at his body goes why did you do that he just wanted to talk to me that would have been nice and he's like, no, you can't talk to anybody. <laughs> and it, I just wanted to cry for that little boy. And I did. <laughs> it's funny who you identify with when you watch movies. That's the one I identified with. Was that little bad boy. And he wasn't a little bad boy. He, he just wanted love. And then he becomes the, the super villain in Kick-Ass 2. 
you know, and it, that's pretty funny. But um, the other one I identified with was, you know, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it is funny because I've always like identified with Fred Astaire, not Ginger Rogers. It used to drive my mom crazy. But uh, <laughs> that's how I saw myself. I'm the dancer. You know, I can dance, I can sing, I can do anything. You just think this. I don't. Adios. Tippy tappy tippy tappy tippy tap away. <laughs> I used to love the tap shoes. Tippy tappy tippy tappy tippy tap away. Don't my parents feel crazy. Tippy tapping all over the marble floors, but that's what I did. So I hope this helps. The feeling is the secret, and the feeling is love. You can get lost in that rabbit hole. Don't bother. It's just love. That's what it is. All your other feelings and emotions and all of that is about, you know, being rocket launchers that you can use to get the things that you want. You know, it's about uh, using some of it to wash away the ugly things you've been thinking. You use that anger um, to wash that away that's making you angry. No, I don't think like that. Nobody thinks like that. And that passion that comes with that anger and that that is just the super duper rocket fuel. Passion. Compassion means with passion. Do it with passion. It never fails. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you for being you. You amazing dragons, you. <laughs>